Hi, my name is Rulani Mokwena. Uh, you can catch me on Sports Live with BBK, the dark, the gracious, the intelligent, the hardworking one. And uh, as we have very, very uh, important discussion, but uplifting and uh, inspiring discussion about the man, Coach Pizzo Musima. Welcome to Sports Live with PBK. Allow me to apologize for no podcast. Last week, Friday, I was not in a good frame of mind. This was after the good-for-nothing, lazy, loud, low lives stabbed my son in Johannesburg. Thankfully, my boy, Cabello, uh, no vital organs were harmed and he has uh, fully recovered and is back at varsity. But let's get to the business of today. My guest is a Kaiser Chiefs coach, Gavin Hunt. Coach Gavin, is it still fine for me to say congratulations on your new gig at Chiefs? Uh, yes, thanks, uh, BBK. But first, I just want to wish your son well. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just so glad that nothing seriously happened. I mean, that he's still well and alive and, uh, Hopefully, psychologically, he's going to be fine. But, I mean, we're just wishing well, you and your family, and uh, may go from strength to strength, you know. Thank you very much for that, Coach. Uh, we are grateful for his life and uh, also the fact that, uh, you know, people at Varsity are preparing for themselves to get in the right frame of mind for oh. their examinations. So we've done everything necessary, taking him through counseling and all of that. His mother oh. and his brother and his uh, little two sisters, we are all giving him the necessary support. Thanks yeah, for those words. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. I was speaking to your boss earlier, Kaiser Mutawong, and he says that the first words he asked you was, Kevin... Why did it take you so long to come to Chiefs? Of course, there was just <laughs> Yeah, because I was never offered the job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, uh, BBK, it's all about timing. You know, obviously, uh, the situation arose. We all know what happened. My club got sold. And, um, you know, um, so basically I was out of a job. And obviously, Kaiser Chiefs, um, you know, they were looking for somebody. And uh, hopefully, thank God they came to my way and... Uh, Hopefully, I can, uh, you know, we can have a little bit of success at Kaiser Chiefs. Most definitely, Kevin. And uh, that journey to success, as you hope for it, begins on a Sunday when your new life in gold and black begins. What is the mood like in the camp going into the MTN 8 quarterfinal clash against Marisbeck United at the FNB Stadium on Sunday? Uh, I thought the mood would be a little bit somber and obviously a little bit down when I got there two weeks ago. Um, you know, obviously, I was so close and I did so well to to get so close, but obviously it's a huge blow to lose it like that. Um, you know, I really felt sorry for them watching it to, to lead the league by, I think, 13 points. Um, and the bubble certainly, it's a bit of a false situation. You know, teams came in, some teams did well, some teams did badly. Um, but certainly if you look at Kaiser Chiefs, they certainly, you know, obviously did affect them. Uh, I think if they had carried on, they would have won the league comfortably. But that's football and that's, a, you know, the, the, what, what thrown at all of us. So, um yeah, the mood was okay day two, and then I think it's been good. I think the players are, are ready to 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 try and obviously put things right, and and let's see if we can be competitive again as 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 well as they did last year, and, and hopefully go one step further. Indeed, Kevin, you are coach number four uh, at Kaiser Chiefs in the last five years. Uh, there was Steve Fombella, mm. there was also Giovanni Solinas, there was Ernest Mediendorp, your immediate mm. uh, predecessor, and none of those men were able to win any trophies in that period I've mentioned. You won the MTN 8 with Vets in 2016. How important, how significant is it to be able to use this one as a Philip that may improve the mood further in the Kaiser Chiefs fa uh, family that has been depressed? in terms of silverware? Mm. Well, I think obviously 
it is a cup game. We all know that. I mean, it's, it's generally the first game of the season. Uh, for you know, it's been like this since way back in my time. Top eight games, so um, that is a knockout game, which you know, which is always puts a little bit extra pressure on. And uh, yes. you know, the club obviously wants to do well. We're playing against a very good opponent. We've done well against. I think they beat them in the semi-final last year, and they beat them at home in the league. So. You know, they've got a pretty good record against Kaiser Chief for the team. They, you know, they'll be competitive. Eric will have them competitively. We've got to match that and, um, and hopefully, you know, we can put up a good show and, and, and go through. It won't be easy, that's for sure. I think you're quite correct because when you think back to the semi final of the NetPen Cup, uh, Marisbeck United eliminated Kaiser Chiefs there, and you're quite correct, they did beat them in the league as well. If you mention the name of Judas Mosemeyadi, a lot <laughs> of people wearing gray, gold and black look for a hole where they can go in. Yeah, look, I mean, he's done very, very well. I mean, I, I think football has moved on from those old uh, uh, man-marking type of situations. Mm. I think uh, you've got to be aware, you know, of, of everybody, of the whole team, but certainly, you know, Judas guy has done well. Um, but we need to take care of that situation, and hopefully, we can, you know, put a bit of pressure on ourselves in, in other in other uh, areas of the pitch. And also, when you look at what you've had in the two and a half weeks, you've been taking through your players through their paces. Yeah. And how do you feel about what you have at your disposal in terms of playing personnel? Well, I mean, as I said, the squad did very, very well. Uh, it's no good me coming in there and just bashing the door down and say we're going to go this way. Uh, I mean, you know, I have to, I have to try and implement a little bit what I feel we need to do, and, and, and that's normal. Anywhere in the world, when a new coach takes over, it's going to be changes. Yeah. Um, can we do the? Can we have it and do the changes? What I want? No, right now because we all know we got the band. You know, we got the same squad of players. So I've got to try and do. We've got to try and play a way that suits the players that we've got, and I think yeah. they did that last year. But in saying that. You know, we have no Norkovic, Samir, who was profitable. We have no Castro. Uh, we have no Kasande. We have no Manyama. Um, we have no uh, Tower. So these four or five players that were profitable to the way we played, the way the team played last year. So that's not going to be easy. You know, getting through these first couple of games, that's for sure. Yeah. Tower, Eric Matoho has got a strain on his thigh. Leonardo Castro and Semi Nukovic are also ruled out of this game because of injury. And Manyama and Katande are suspended for this game. It is a negative for you, coach. These people, the four people, the five people I've mentioned, were very pivotal in the push for the championship last season. Absolutely, absolutely. But as I said, we can't hop on that. We've got to look what we've got and I've got to work on what we've got. But that is the picture. So when people see the team run out, they're going to say, well, where's he and where's he? Well, <laughs> you know, they're not available. So the most important thing is we've got to concentrate on what we've got. We've got to try and play to what we've got. I think we're still competitive. Um, as I said, I've only had two and a half weeks, but obviously one week there was a lot of players were away with the, the national team. So it's really been a week and a half. Trying to implement a few things, uh, see where we are and, uh, and take it from there, you know. You are on Sports Live with the PBK and I'm in conversation with the new coach of Kaiser Chiefs, uh, Gavin Hunt. It doesn't feel like he's new anymore because uh, it's been a while that he's been uh, working <laughs> with these players in a cold and black. But now, coach, when we move away a bit from maybe the five players we've mentioned, a lot of experience in those players as well, a bit mm -hmm. long in the tooth there as well. When, when, when you look at what you did uh, with Vets, um, mm. During the bio bubble, um, a lot of people did not see people like um, 
your Mozambican Express, uh, Pelembe. Uh, but that was not so much of a problem for you because you used it as an opportunity to blood in young stars. The one prominent one is a Roman, Roman human who has now gone on to find himself a club, a club in Israel. Um, young stars, young players, Kaiser Chiefs, Gavin Hunt, what do you do in terms of plugging that gap? One of the biggest problems I will see in South African football is that when you look around, we call people who are 23, 24 years old young stars. But when you watch mm. the German Bundesliga, I'm sure you will agree with me, coach, that you see mm. a lot of 17-year-olds running around uh, at Borussia yeah. Dortmund, running around at Hoffenheim, running around at Schalke as well. Uh, what is it that we need to do here in South Africa to start having faith in 17-year-olds and seeing them gaining game time in Premier Soccer League matches? Well, the first thing, they need to be good enough. You know, you can't, just put, you can't say we're going to play youngsters uh, just because we, they need to be good enough, obviously, yeah. Yeah. for the sake of it. It's the same as old players. We can't say, oh, he's old now, he can't play. If he's good enough and he can still run and he can still do the job, then he's good enough. So mm-hmm. old or young, it works both ways. And people are very quick to throw away, oh, he's old now, he's useless. But uh, if, if he can't do it anymore and his legs are gone, then obviously, you know, we can't play. It's the same with the youngster. So what we've got to do is... You know, it's all about timing. And if you look at my career as a player, yeah. I've been put in as a 70-year-old. If you look at my career as a coach, yeah. I've always played young boys. I've played Benny's at 17s. I've yep. played Dylan Shepard at 17s. Yep. I've played them all. So, and you've, anyway, so the point I'm going to say is, if they're good enough, they play. We've got certainly six boys there now with us from the academy. Uh-huh. Uh, I've, look, I've looked at every single one of them. I think there's huge potential. Um, there's certainly a few of them will definitely play. I have to play them, and I will play them. Mm-hmm. Um, because of, of the situation, and they will be given a chance. Do they take it? I don't know. I want them to take it. I want them to do well, obviously, and I want them to go on and have good careers. So, um, what we did, like just recently in the buyer bubble with the players, all those players now have got contracts. They move on to clubs. So the window opportunity is there for any young player with me. Um, but I've got to look at the academy to see what they what they got. We got to maybe realign it. We got to get a little bit more competitive. We've got to get our coaching skills up, you know, we've got to get a way of doing things, and um, that can't be done overnight. So that's something I will I'll certainly get my hands dirty with and, and have a look there. And, and as I said, I always watch the games. I watch. I like to watch the kids' games to see what's coming. Yeah. Hopefully I can stay there long enough to yeah. benefit the fruits of the, of the, of the seeds. Uh, but it doesn't always work like that. But I know I like to see what's coming. And, and sometimes when, you, when you're out there and you want to get a player, uh, you might say, well, why would you want to get him when we got so-and-so in the academy who's got uh, huge potential and improvement? So yeah. that's the type of things, the decisions on, on individual cases we'll see. On the other side of the line, it is Kevin Hunt, the coach of Kaiser Chiefs, and he is my guest right here on Sports Live with PBK. Staying with Academy, uh, uh, Kevin, I know that your priority at Kaiser Chiefs is the first team. I know that Mm. your priority is to breathe life back and revive Kaiser Chiefs at the first team level. But I also know that a big passion of your boss, Kaiser Mutawung, is that of what is happening in the Academy. If you go back to the days of Farouk Khan and uh, your Ted Dimusi's delay, you will see that that was the time where the junior development of Chiefs was at the height. Jabupule fits the description that you and me had just described about a proper young star, 16, 17, 18, 19, uh, playing in the first team. What is your focus away from the first team in terms of making sure that there is an umbilical cord 
from the academy yeah. to the first team. Because there is something that when you speak to Kaiser, he's pained by the fact that uh, the people who were there before you were not really able to bridge it like the two I have con- I've mentioned earlier on in mm. Farouk as well as the late Ted. Well, firstly, you've got you to look at the position Pacific. Uh-huh. So what I'm saying is where we need, what we don't need, we need to be doing certain things in certain positions. We need to have certain qualities in certain positions. You can't just say, oh, he's a good player. Yeah. I think if you look at a, lo- a, lo- a lot of football now, they say he's a good player. So I said, well, where does he actually play? Mm. Is he a, a winger? Is he a wide player? Is he a striker? Is he, what is he? And sometimes they can't even answer you. So that's the first problem, I yeah. think. We need to we need to get a little bit more specific. So every position has certain requirements. Uh, you must be able to do this, this, and this. You know. So that's what we need to get down to. And then you get a balance in a team, and you and then picking players from the youth development is much easier because now we know that a right winger or right sided player does X, Y, Z. So that's what we want to do in the first team. So it, 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 it sort of flows through and it follows through. That's the most important thing. But just to have good players. But you can't play five number tens. Do you understand? Yes, yes. I mean that's suicide. <laughs> when you got nobody on the when you got nobody on the wing. Yes, uh, yes. And Kaiser Chiefs always had players in the years from my time, the seventies, eighties, that could eliminate players, the teenagers of the world. You know these people. Mm. They come on the wing. They you know they step overs and, and we need to get that excitement. We need to get that back. Chabopul is later on. You know which is closer to our time. You know now. So we need to get those type of players. But that's why identification, scouting, coaching. But that's a long-term process, you know what I'm saying? But we have to get it right. Yeah. And Kaiser Chiefs, we've got to do better with our youth development to help the first team, you know what I'm saying? You For know? sure. Well, Finishing second, well. Kevin Hunt, in South Africa means that your team then qualifies for the one and two places that are there in the CAF Champions League. Now, Kevin, this is going to be a very tough season for you, looking at the fact that, of course, there's going to be no telecom knockouts because it's no longer there. But at the same time, it does mean that with a team that is minimal in terms of numbers for you and with the big cloud of curse hanging over your head in the event that it goes against you. You will not be able to sign players in the next two transfer windows. And seeing oh. that there's still CAF commitments, CAF involves a lot of traveling, uh, long yeah. trip. Yeah. Uh, CAF, yeah. it's not yeah. like in South Africa, you can move from uh, South Africa, Johannesburg, and go to France and yeah. connect back to Egypt or Morocco and stuff yeah. like that. Whereas That's in me. Europe, you can move from London in England and go to Amsterdam in Holland in one to, hour. In an hour. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. But yeah. now CAF, yeah. With the extra commitments and the demands that CAF are going to bring on your very minimal squad, how do you navigate that? It must be a mountain for you to move. Yeah, it's huge. I, I, I think we want to do... Every, we, listen, a club of, of chiefs of size, we need to do well across all fronts. Mm. But can we... We've got to be realistic. Let's just put one foot forward. And let's try and get through Sunday. And then we'll go from there. Obviously, this has got to open up for, you know, for the club to be able to bring in... We, because you're going to need extra bodies when you go play in these competitions. And try and come back and but we also need a little bit of help from the PSL <laughs> yeah, in terms yeah. of picture list. Because if you're gonna play, I mean, you know, where I've been, we've played in uh in Egypt on Saturday night and played in Durban on a Wednesday. Uh-huh. So you finish in you can only get back Sunday, you get back your Monday, fly to Durban, Tuesday, play where so that, you know, and then you got a game uh, somewhere else in Polokwani on Saturday. So you go from you go from Cairo to Durban to Polokwani in, in six days. I mean, you know, so that's where the, the, you need, a, but we certainly need, um, you know, uh, this thing to open for the club and uh, be holding our breath.
It's going to be a massive stretch indeed. Kevin Hunt, coach of Kaiser Chiefs, is my guest. You're listening to Sports Live with the PBK. Now, Kevin, let's stay maybe in uh, in Kev, uh, but let's move to North Africa. Let us move to Egypt. Let us move to Al-Akhli. Al-Akhli is a team that is the Africa's best team. That is Africa's team of the century. That is when you look at their badge, you've got stars above and stars below. They've done something amazing. They've gone out of their way to hire the very very first like African and non-Egyptian mm. to become the coach of the club. I'm talking here about a man who has dominated South African football in the last eight years, a man who has made it a habit, a habit like a drug. He became addicted to collecting silverware. Peter Musimane with Mamelo the Sundowns. He is now a South African who is in charge of Al-Akhli. I haven't spoken to you about that. Share your thoughts with me on this huge, massive appointment. Well, I mean, firstly, what he's achieved on a local scene is fantastic. I mean, it, you know, you can never take that away from him. So you really got to admire him. Uh, but so we've had, you know, we've had our battles, but it's been on the field, yeah. and then we shake hands, and we, you know, we good friends after. There's yeah. no problems off the field. You know, we can have a cup of coffee together, and there's no problems. What he's achieved by going there is unbelievable. So it's a fantastic move for him. Um, it's a move that. Uh, Hopefully, will open doors for, for 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 South African coaches, you know, because he's one step away from certainly, you know, getting a European team. Why not? You know what I'm saying? And he, what he's done as well, he's taken his his old staff with him, which is fantastic. They'll obviously just get more and more experience, and and um, and maybe it's a start of of great things to come for the coaches. Instead instead of sending players out to Europe and all over the world, maybe we can send a few coaches, you know. So. Um, it's a great, it's a great opportunity, and I wish him well, and I'm sure he'll do well. He's got a good footballing team there. Mm-hmm. I played against him, you know, luckily a few times. Yeah. Uh, opposing teams have done very, very well, but they're a big team, huge following. I mean, I mean, I don't want to know how many 22 million supporters or something. And then he's, and you know, he's got the hunger, like they've got the hunger. There's, there's only a, it's a recipe for success. Mm. So I wish him well. It's a f- fantastic move for him, and. Uh, and uh, see, I, you know, like like Casablanca this weekend, which is a huge game, yeah. in the semi-final. So I wish him well. Wish him well. Speaking of uh, with that Casablanca, they've been able to be the great adversaries of Mamelo the Sundowns in the last what three, four, five years. I think Peter Musimane has lost count of the times that uh, he's seen with that Casablanca. They've won uh, with Sundowns, they've lost with Sundowns there, and now he's going there uh, in the semi-finals of uh, the CAF Champions League. How important is it for him to start well? Because you will recognize the fact that Al Ahly has not won the Champions League since uh, 2013, seven years ago, when they played Orlando Pirates and beat them in the final. Um, yeah, it's a huge game. I mean, they know each other. I mean, he knows where everybody is. The towels, the training grounds, the fields. He's been to Casablanca now how many times? Hmm. You know, the last few years. So you'll know the team well. They know, you know, the way he thinks. Uh, but Alaki is a totally different side to a sundown side. You know, the mentality of the, the Egyptian players and South Africans is totally different. So, um, you know, anything can happen. But I wish them well, as I said. I think it's be a fantastic opportunity to play at that level. Of course, that game is going to be over two legs, the semi-final of the Champions League. And, and also, Kevin, it is also... Very encouraging what we've seen with Pito when he's been up north uh, in the continent. The love that the fans had been able to show him. I mean, at some stage, I remember a game that they played Sundowns there and the fans gave him a standing ovation and they were calling out his name. That says 
respect that says we recognize you that says we have seen what you can do and we wish for you to be here sometime he is there now yeah as i said what more can i say <laughs> uh, what more you know i've been saying it over and over I just wish them well fantastic opportunity um i think that five and all game when they beat them here is obviously that'll ne- that they'll never forget that game in for sure Africa, so so that maybe that is that's the game that broke the, the broke the back of the camel, you know. So, oh, it's fantastic. Uh, yeah, uh, it's what you call a shisampama here in South Africa. That five nil, eh? One, two, three, four, five. Clap! It's yeah, them. Sure. But when when we come back, when we come back home, Kevin, how important is it for a Chiefs, for a Sundowns, for a Pirates, and and for a Plume Celtic? to do well in continental competition. I think the Sundowns have shown to be the ever-presence in it, but you want to have a situation here in the South that you see almost every season up north, where you get in the semifinals four teams that come from one region. How far are we from getting there, and what is it that we need to do to get there, in your view? Well, I think you need to... I mean, the financial implications is huge. I think the, the financial... I mean, you know, you look at what Alakli are spending, Casablanca are spending on players, yep. buying players for millions and millions of euros or dollars or whatever you want to call it. Yes. Um, I don't know if we're in that bracket yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, South African team, maybe Sundowns. So, you know, you can afford to certainly uh, get the best. Um, and then, obviously, your, your focus needs to change in the sense of uh, moving games, Getting an even spread of games, not having the, the travel turnaround and those type of things. So, yeah. I think you know, for one club, yes, we always having clubs want to do well. We should do well. But if you look at you know those clubs in the north, uh, Esperance, what they're spending on players, yeah. they're getting from you know, it's I think it's we're a little bit behind that. And uh, but slowly but surely, Sundowns and Pitso that have done well to sort of prove to everybody that we can do. It can it. be done, eh? It can be done, you know. Obviously, it's a huge financial uh, um, stress on clubs, um, but it can be done. It can be done. Yeah, we do need your Tipi Mazembe's who maybe are the one who maybe spoiled the the, 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 the the North African party along with Sundown. I mean, even one of your former teams, Super Sports United, went all the way to the final of the CAF Confederation Cup yes. a couple of seasons yes. ago. So it really cannot be, it can but, be done. But, but if, you, if, you, if you recall, they almost got relegated. Afterwards, right? Yes. Black people, Leopards went into say, the quarterfinals people, of the uh, same competition be, and they almost fought because, the Because they never had a good enough squad to play league, net bank, this. Sundowns have got a good enough squad, so that's yeah. the difference. Yeah. So that's the point I'm going to make. All, super sport should have got relegated. Uh, imagine that, they're losing their franchise. Yeah. Right? And by Crook, uh, they got points from Ajax and so here and there, and they got pushed up the league. Remember when Ajax, yeah, so... People forget about that. Exactly. Um, it can be very demanding. As Kevin Hunt, my guest here on Sport Live with PBK, is uh, saying as we talk about the travels and trials of participating in the KFA Champions League. But maybe let's move away from Cairo and come back to Cape Town. Not necessarily, but let's go to Johannesburg, where you and I are having this conversation, Coach. Back to Kaiser Chiefs. What is your immediate goal with your new club? Uh, to get through Sunday. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, everybody is, is, is craving for success, but you can't, you know, you can't just build it overnight. It takes, 
you know, they were so close, and hopefully we can take a step further. Mm. Uh, and as you know, locally, domestically, there's a lot of cup competitions which yeah. are very lucrative. Yeah. So we want to do well there. But as you know, in the cup competitions, you play against teams that are, you know, much less in stature in terms of support the base and these type of things. And they, my, believe you me, they give up, put up a fight. Yeah. I know, because I've played against Chiefs all these years. Yeah. And the players, they're raising their game up 20, 30%, you know, so sure. maybe even more. So what we need to get through Sunday, uh, get all, try and get a few of our players back. Um, and then try and go from there. You know? Surely you are keeping your fingers crossed that whenever Kess decide to break their silence on the case on whether you are going to have a pen or you are not going to have a pen so that you can be able to try and see what you can do to fortify your team. Absolutely, absolutely. That's that's the, that's the cornerstone of the whole, you know, of the matter going forward. Yeah. Kevin Hunt, before I let you go, I think it is very important for me to give you this platform right here on Spotlight with PBK to have a direct message to the Kaiser Chiefs fans. Well, they obviously they 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 very uh, they can't be very happy what happened last season. They were so close. I'm sure they hurt him. Um, believe me, we are doing our best on the training ground. Mm-hmm. Under the circumstances, we are working hard. We will have a competitive team. Uh, we will go into every game competitively. I will make sure of that. But in saying that, um, we can only just, you know, football, sometimes we've got to pay your dues. Yeah. And we're doing it at the moment. And hopefully, you know, there's a bit of fruit for us. So we need the support. Stay behind the team. You know, don't get despondent. I know everybody's despondent, but we need to keep going. Can Kaiser Chiefs fans go to bed tonight knowing that Kevin is going to make their team competitive? Well, uh, from today's training session, yes. <laughs> <laughs> from yesterday, from yesterday, yes. Uh-huh. From tomorrow, you know, that's you know, that's that's very important for me that you know we need to be stay competitive and that the players need to be working hard and giving their all for the jersey in the club because the club looks after them very well and we need to give our all for them. Yeah. Does this mean now that Caitlin is the official mascot of Kaiser Chiefs, <laughs> your daughter? <laughs> <laughs> she likes me. She loves football more than me. <laughs> oh, she loves the sport more than you, eh? Yeah. She should be the coach. She always tells me what I must do and what I mustn't do. <laughs> <laughs> now the fans know who to blame if it doesn't yeah, go well. well. <laughs> Not Kevin Hunt, but Caitlin. You know, they've My given, her name, have given her a new name. Her name is Catley. Not Kate. Yeah. <laughs> okay, baby. Kevin Hunt, right, thank you very much, man, for giving us the okay, time. Right God bless you. Hey. I wish your son well and your family well. Hey. Thank okay. you very much, my man. Thank you and good okay, luck boss. to you too. Sup, sup. Sure, sup, sup. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.